Yes, sorry, Mutalikula. <laughs> Greetings to you all, and welcome to Mono Dialogues with Mackenzie. I'm your host, Marlies Mackenzie. And on today's episode, I am with Mutalikula, who is a regular on the show, by the way. So, you all need to like go back to previous episodes to actually really know what he's all about and stuff. So, yeah. But basically, in a nutshell, like I've already said, if you want to really get your finances, he, like literally, if you want to buy grocery, like full-blown grocery, you got 500 rand, contact Mutalikula. He'll probably be able to help you with that. Anyway, how are you, sir? I am very good, ma'am. I am very good. Um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool anyway um we're gonna be talking about personal budget today and how to just navigate your finances as a student and especially knowing that most people literally have one source of income which is basically just nsfs and that is i'm assuming 1.5 well i know that specifically for food is 1.5 but i'm not sure how much you get for um, transport but i do know that there are people that get money for transport so yeah do you do you like i know that you're an nsf student yourself Motalibula, right yeah okay um do you receive is your only income like for food do you only get the living expenses allowance or um yes yes because i do not live near um campus so i yeah 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 so i only get that one you don't get money for transport yeah no i don't oh okay cool oh because you live near campus no because people who get like money for transport are those who are like um let's say you live in cape town next to uwc then you would get money for transport but they wouldn't pay for your accommodation and if they pay for your accommodation, then they do not pay for your transport. Oh, I see. So you, so they pay for your accommodation, and they pay for your transport. No accommodation, accommodation and living allowance. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so I know um my accommodation is taken care of my living expenses are taken care of and my tuition is obviously taken care of because that's what NSFAS does, right? But also I have found it particularly difficult to like navigate finances. I am finally getting the gist of it, like getting the hang of it and everything. So I think that is the main reason why this discussion matters and why we are having it at this point, right? Um, yeah, definitely. Also, it's December is near, so a budget is needed. Lovely. Anyway, what is a personal budget when we talk about a personal budget? Well, a personal budget is a budget or like kind of finances, home finances, plan type of vibes that basically just allocates for future personal income towards your money that you'd like contribute towards your expenses if I can even say contribute towards your expenses savings and basically just debt repayment just like basically a budget is knowing how much money you're going to spend on specific things and how much money and how much money you're going to need to like get through the month basically in a nutshell do you think I have that correct because you're the accountant here 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that is correct. Lovely. Also, guys, another reason Mutalipula is specifically on this episode is because I don't know if I have mentioned this before, but I told you guys about how you all can like buy grocery for 500, right? Well, I'm probably just exaggerating, but yeah. Um, he is an accounting student. What are you studying exactly? No, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a studying accounting, but it's part of what I'm studying. Oh, what are you studying? I'm studying BCom General. What does BCom General do? What do you do there? What is it? It's, it's, more, it's more of accounting, business, and economics combined. Oh, okay. I check. Lovely. Well, guys, like, I took it upon myself, of course, took it upon myself to just, like, check out a few budgeting tips or the uh, budgeting methods that we should consider or, I don't know if, I'm, basically, I'm just going to tell you what has been working for most people, and then Mikalipula is going to tell us what has been working for him, and I'm going to tell you all what has been working for me. But we also need to remember that we have different priorities. And Motalipula and myself are by no means professional accountants. Like we don't necessarily, this is just basically based on personal experience and just giving out advice and stuff. We don't literally have, we don't really have our finances figured, but budgeting is very crucial, especially as a student. And if you think that 1.5 is going to take you through the whole month, child please unless you have like really like very very nice budgeting like you like literally like very disciplined and stuff Mutalipula, does your money last and wait um you can choose to answer this or not how many streams of income do you have um i prefer not being vulnerable with my with my with my personal income but all i can say is i make my in like i make what I get work for me and what I want to do. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Actually, yeah, an, an answer I was low-key expecting because I was like, yo, I don't want you to tell me that you have like literally five or multiple streams of income. So I cool. It's just a matter of knowing whether it's like just NSFAS or any other things on the side, like, you know, other students work, so they have more money than others. But I think for the purpose of this, podcast we should just um focus more on nsfas you check or rather like yeah rather one stream of income not necessarily nsfas but like one stream of income so basically i think we can work with 1.5 because that is how much people get for nsfas right um yeah yeah all right cool lovely so these methods that I found, um, I got like five tips or five methods that we can like look into. I'm just going to like base, I'm just going to name them and then I will explain later what they are. It's basically the zero-based budget, the pay yourself first budget, the envelope system budget, the 50, 30, 20 budget, which I think most people are actually familiar with, and the no budget so your man Mutalipula, which one are you familiar with? Um, I I am not familiar with none of them. I I use a totally different thing, uh, system of of where I budget and and uh control my finances. Mm. Which one is that one, and why do you think we should budget, or rather, why is it important that we budget? 
Oh, okay. Um, so basically, um, like Mali said before, just to make some clarity, that nothing I say today constitutes as financial advice. If you're looking for financial advice, please speak to somebody registered with the FSCA. Yeah, so yeah. But to answer you, I think I use... So when I was in grade, about grade 10, right? Um, but before that, grade 9, I read the book of like the richest... Uh, the richest man in Babylon, right? And that book basically taught me three important lessons when it comes to money, any sort of money that you receive, whether you are an NSF student or you get an allowance from your parents or anything other than that, it is that one, you need to live below your means that if you are getting 500 rent, then your lifestyle should be 400 rent maximum, then 100 rent you keep or you save or you invest, right? And then the mm -hmm. second advice for me, it was that you seek advice from experienced people. So this is whereby I often surround myself with individuals who are making money. So often my friends that are around me are entrepreneurial mind individuals, right? So what that does is even forces me as an individual to think in an entrepreneurial way. For example, um, with you, um, you also an entrepreneur yourself, right? And being around you, I cannot have conversations about um, clubbing or football, you know, um, as much as they're entertaining and we can have them, but also um, you do important things, you know, so it forces me as an individual with people I surround myself with to think clearly about my finances, because even if you have a good budget system, but when the people around you are not budget orientated, you get easily manipulated in their lifestyle, right? And the last thing it is that I always um, try to find ways to make my money work for me, right? So for me, I am very lazy individual. Um, so I'm not really into hard working, but I always find ways of making money work for me. And also with my friends, if they're really into investing, I help them create their own portfolios, right? To, from, to make their money work for them. And yeah, so those are the three important things that I believe in. It's living below my means, um, so yeah, people often judge me that I don't eat like fancy food and eating. My time is coming, guys. To eat sushi every day is coming. But for now, yeah, you stick with brown bread. <laughs> and the second thing, it is always surround yourself and seek advice with people who are in the same goal as you in terms of finance-wise. And the last advice is that always find a way to make your money work for you. Okay, so basically your main thing is just discipline and consistency because throughout everything that you've said like all the words that I that stuck with me basically and not even the words but like basically just the message is discipline and consistency and the people you surround yourself with like those three things are actually what's going to make your finances look a lot better and with that you're going to be able to like navigate your finances better actually interesting i like that especially the fact that you mentioned also the people you surround yourself with because it's so easy to get tempted and stuff like that yeah going back to the zero-based budgeting thing basically the zero-based budgeting is just a way of tracking consistent income and expenses which is what Mutlalipule basically just said like live below your means do i have the saying correct yeah 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 live below your means lovely and the second one is pay yourself first budget and that's basically just prioritizing your savings and debt repayments again discipline and consistency 
again now another word priority like set your priority straight like know what's going on what's happening in your life and basically the third one is the envelope system which i spoke about and that is basically just making your spending more disciplined everything you do do not buy things that you don't need buy what you need spend what you need to spend and then the one i said most of us are actually familiar with i think but it was actually the first time that I came across this. I was like, oh, you're calling that? I didn't know. But it's um, basically the 50-30-20 budget. And that is basically just categorizing. Isn't geesey, guys? What's the word? Categorize. How categorize? Yeah, but I can't say it in English. I only know how to analyze it. Yeah, yeah. One okay, cool. Yeah, doing that, um, your needs over your wants, just basically like putting things into categories. Since I can say that, I can't use the other Z I N G thing. Can't say that. Snap. Okay, cool. And then the no budget thingy is basically just lowering and avoiding debt. So basically, all these methods, what they're basically just saying is, do not spend what you don't need to spend. Do not spend what you don't have. And also now going back to what I mentioned earlier about paying yourself first and just saving. Also now, let's work with 1.5. How how do you think we can manage to like get, have 1.5 every last day a whole month? Um, I think... It, it, it goes back to living below your means, right? Is that have priorities, right? And if you really want to start saving, you know, one thing about like saving is that, in fact, anything that you want to do in life, you just need to taste the feeling of success just once and you will see that you will continue doing it, right? For example, if you are planning to... Um, next year you want to buy a specific shoe or you want to buy a phone, right? And you want to save 100 rand every month from your 1.5. You just need to do it just one month. And once you have that feeling of like saving, you will never want to go back. Like you would always want to gain more and more and more and more. That is why like people who have money just continuously making more money and just continue to make more money. It's because they, they've tasted that feeling of having money and just not, like, being forced to use it, you know. And once you make it a habit, then the next step is building discipline. It is that even though money is there, it is not supposed to be touched. Because I think what, what, what also makes us to go out of budget is things like, as much as you said, people around us, but also if you're dating, guys, yo, you know, um, it's something that's also like very expensive. So I don't know because I think I think we should also talk about that. You know, dating while on a budget because you the things get like complicated or what or you become you 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 become a, a performer with your money. You know, you want to live this specific life, but you your budget says or your money says otherwise. You know, mm-hmm. so I think. It is important for you to have even have honest conversations with your partner and be like, hey man, look, here's what I here's what I get. Um now it sounds like a marriage, but 
just tell them that here's the budget um, and I can only, um, for days I can have like 300 rand, so we need to work around that. And yeah, so I think it's about having honest conversations, even if you're dating. And also it is about making saving a habit, then discipline yourself, not touch the money, whatever the circumstance is. And also I think when you buy food, the best way it is that literally write the days and what you're going to eat in that specific day. And then when you go to the shop, only buy that and just eat three times a day, plan your meals and then how much you would need of that specific thing and you go to the shop. So yeah, I think that's that's literally how you can make it work for, for it to last you the entire month. Um, what's, what's on your side? Basically, dude, I eat a lot. Like my grocery... Yo, it's ridiculous. I literally, I think I spend like, it also really depends because on a normal month, if I can put it like that, my grocery would be 1.2, I think. But then because I don't necessarily just depend on NSFAS money, that is why I think I'm actually able to like, still manage my finances or or navigate my finances in a better and smarter way if I can put it like that but then also throughout this conversation I just realized that actually I could try to limit myself but then at the same time I'm like no I'm not about to limit myself because one thing is child I could never let myself go hungry so my budgeting method that I use is I've literally, like I said earlier on, I've literally just like got the gist of it and just like the hang of it and how I actually do it and how it works. And it's just been working for me. And if you're looking to like manage your money better, I would suggest you go on the net. There's like a few templates, like search budgeting templates, and you'll actually see that there are actually smarter ways to like navigate your money and know that, okay, so this month I only have 1.5. How do I work around 1.5? Okay, cool. I can buy 800 rand. I can buy food with 800 rand. How much am I left with? What's 1.5 minus 800? Uh, 500. Yeah. Why? Okay, I've got 600. <laughs> okay, cool. So basically now you'd be left with 600 rand. Cool. Are you sure it's 600? Uh, I'll <laughs> Okay, sorry. Hey. I don't know, Matt. Oh, I have a calculator near me, actually. Oh, I, I yeah, 1.5 minus 800 rand is 700. 700. Oh, so yeah. you're testing me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you're fine. Okay, cool. 700 rand. So while you have transport and it also with transport it depends where you're staying and also what kind of a person you are and what mode of transport you use if you're using taxis you know you could for the whole month you could probably just have spent 150 rand on taxi if you're using uber and then private cars then it's going to be very expensive and especially depending on where you stay because i know that in a month on transport i probably spend like 300 if not more and it's never really certain because i have tried to put in my thing like okay cool this is how much we are spending for 
transport anywhere we need to go we are spending 300 by the time we have spent over 300 we are not going anywhere anymore because we have traveled a lot if i can put it like that and then also another thing is entertainment so basically it's just a matter of allocating your money like we've already said that personal budget is more about allocating your money for specific things that need that you need to do throughout the month and just living being healthy like having a healthy relationship with your money but also your savings I talk about savings because we also need to understand that saving money does not mean more money. If you're saving money, it does not mean that your money is going to grow unless unless it's thingy like investments or whatever, but we'll get more into the savings talk when I have my chat together and figured out, right? Also, what I was saying is, so now you have 700 left, Right. So what I'm basically doing now is I'm giving you tips on how to allocate your money. And at the same time, I'm just like, do go to, go do your own research and how to do it. Because like we already said that, Motlalipule and I are by no means accountants or professionals in this department. So basically, what I do is get food for a certain amount, allocate for entertainment a certain amount, and then allocate transport a certain amount. And then a certain amount goes into my savings. And every month I need to get at least one item in my wardrobe. How much that item is, I do not know. But the main limit is 300 or 200. We are not buying anything worth more than that unless I get a family member that's going to buy me that thing or not. Do you check? So, and then, so with your savings, basically, like I already said, it doesn't mean that the money is growing. The money is just there. And also with saving, you need motivation. You need to know what you're saving for. Because I don't think that you just save, like, you know, there's a reason you're saving. Hence, it's called savings because you're saving for a specific thing. You're working towards a certain thing. I think that's also where your chat comes in about the 100 rand for particular things, right? If you want a phone, you're going to save 100 rand every month. And yeah, that's basically like in a nutshell, it. Allocate your money to certain things. Don't just spend. And if you make a list, if you make a grocery list or an items list of everything else that you need to get, do that and do not go out of that. And also, it's okay to have a month or, yeah, to actually have a month where you're just like, you know what? Like, I don't care what's going to happen. Like, at this point... I'm, I'm not going to niche myself nice time. I'm going to just use this money. We will worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. We're not going to worry about the rest of the month. And if you go hungry, you go hungry. You did that to yourself and you made a conscious decision, right? But the whole purpose of our chat is just that have a healthy relationship with your money. And we know that it is very difficult to do that as a student because now you have more responsibilities you're not at home anymore where you know that grocery is taken care of where you know that electricity is taken care of where you know that water bills are taken care of now you're literally doing that on your own and also where you're staying kind of makes that depends whether you'll how depends how much you will be spending on your house alone which is basically like your accommodation and your food so yeah man are you satisfied with my answer sir um, yeah, definitely, definitely. And also just to echo what you said about healthy relationship, 
is that I think also the premise of any healthy relationship, it is educating yourself about money. You know, if, if you want to have healthy, um, healthy relationships with your money, I think you need to start learning about how money works. Because when oftentimes you budget and everything is perfect, if you are an individual, let's say you spend your 1.5 responsibly and to the dot, right? And you just save, and let's say you save 50 rand every month. That's what you're able to, like, let, let's say you can only save 50 rand for, because 1.5 is really, really um, a small amount. It, it becomes a habit where even one day when you work and you're an adult, your life is going to be about you saving a very small portion and leaving to the dot, right? So I think what's important is you to always you cannot pressure yourself right now, but always educate yourself about money. Educate yourself about your credit score, right? Educate yourself about having assets and what are assets and investing in assets, you know? Because one thing about South African middle class, which I employed people, is that it's an assetless middle class. Meaning, as South Africans, a lot of working individuals do not own houses, but they rent a lot. You know, and you can see it by that because some people who are into property business make a lot of money because people prefer renting, you know, and um, people, and you not just save your money because money just sitting there, it doesn't generate anything, right? But you can look at things like um, compound interest money where you just deposit money monthly and it grows, right? Even if you deposit 50 rand every month, that, that growth contributes a lot and that interest. So if you educate yourself about money, you're then able to do what is saying about having a healthy relationship with your money. Yeah, okay, lovely. Thank you. By the way, this is going to be a thing we still have so much to talk about. And if you have any questions, please do send me an email. I'll leave it down in the description. And you can also contact Mutali Pule, I'm assuming. Is that okay, sir? Um, yeah, sure. On Instagram only, please. And mix it, if you have it. <laughs> okay, cool. I will leave that in the description and everything. Just have, like, don't, like, don't, like, don't stress yourself, man. It's money. It comes and goes. But also, do not spend it unwisely. Do not spend it on unnecessary things. If it is something that you want to do and you feel that you need to do, then do that use your money it's your money after all but at the end of the day it's you that's gonna starve and also please do not come and ask us for money we don't have money we are also students so just be wise with your money and Mutalipule and I will come here like very often like you know and have this discussion with you and just try to give you advice but at the same time we are not professionals like we aren't registered in Tontonis and Mutalipule told you all where you can get help, right? So yeah, this was Finances 101 on Mono Dialogues with Mackenzie, with your host, Marlies Mackenzie and Mutalipule Moeleso. So any closing remarks? Um, oh yeah, any closing? Yes, I think there's a quote that I love when it comes to money. It says, attract what you expect, which means... 
if you're expecting a lot of money, start, att- start attracting it and respect what you desire. And if you desire having money, start respecting your money. Become what you respect. And if you respect individuals with money, then start respecting yourself to be that specific individual and always mirror what you desire. So that means study how people who make money and mirror that behavior. And yeah. Man, I'm going to call you wise man now. Okay. Ah, You guys heard me? (laughs) Wise man. Yes, guys. Yeah, wise man. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) nice. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, Thank you guys for joining in. I'm your host, Marlies McKenzie. Sending you all much love and light. Just be free, you know, like center yourself. Bye. Mutalipule, bye. Oh, bye. I thought you were saying bye to the audience. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's like, bye. Oh, bye, everyone. Bye. Hi. Bye, y'all. Send me all much love and light. <laughs>